Welcome to Longevity Now, the place to get your fix of news and views about life extension from around the world. Many people talk about the acceleration of technology and the pace of progress. When we look around at the news of the day, it almost seems to be on autopilot, as if progress was guaranteed, but that is not reality. Behind nearly every seemingly dramatic success or fast-paced development, there is usually a team of people who have toiled away in the background for years, laying the groundwork, managing regulations and finances, setting goals, and seeing them through. Tonight's guest is one of those hardworking people who probably do not get enough thanks. Let's meet him. And now, I would like to welcome to Longevity Now, Johnny Adams. Well, hi Justin. Hi all you listeners out there. Well, tell you what, for people who are not familiar with you, could you give us a little background about yourself? Just a little summary. I am the chief executive officer and executive director of the Carl I. Borhenny Medical Research Foundation, and it's also known as the Aging Intervention Foundation. And with the sad, untimely passing of L. Stephen Coles, MD, PhD. I recently assumed leadership of the Gerontology Research Group. This is my fifth career. It's the only one I'm truly passionate about, and I am sharply focused on the creation of solutions to slow and ultimately reverse the processes of aging and increase healthy years of life. When did you kind of get on that career path, or uh, was there some crystallizing moment in your past that all of a sudden you said, aha, this is what I'm going to do? Well, it's in my DNA, uh, Justin, and, you know, the truly hardcore people who got in this in an early age, there's something about the way we think or, or, you know, maybe something different about our brains. But I will say the first moment, I became aware that we need to do something about this is when I watched my grandparents age and decline and, you know, one have a heart attack and noticing others around me, you know, suffer the same fate. And I started thinking, well, I'm going to do something about this. I I will say that I have been particularly active in uh, this area since the 70s acquiring a wide range of skills and tools to truly make a difference. I'll say that in uh, June of 2013, I was finally fortunate enough to be in a position in life where I could just quit. I quit a real good job to do this uh, on an unpaid basis for now. And I haven't looked back. I'm making tremendous progress and, and tremendous contributions. And you just mentioned some of the skills that you've acquired throughout your life. What is the most important for you in terms of advancing the science of uh, aging research or rejuvenation? Well, I first want to answer that it is not so much a skill but a mindset, just a determination and a sharp focus on doing the things that we need to do, not necessarily what I want to do, but need to happen to create these solutions. But in terms of specific skills, you know, I've acquired a wide range of them, but I will just say the business type skills with a subspecialty of marketing and a subspecialty of that philanthropic fundraising to provide the administrative or management foundation 
to support scientists so they can focus on what they do uh, the best, which is actually create the solutions. Well, tell you what, there are a lot of possible solutions out there for aging and rejuvenation. If you had to list three areas of interest or research that you think are most relevant right now for life extension, what would they be? Well, I've clearly thought this out and uh, as the three cornerstones of not only what I uh, think are important, but what I do. And I, I'll, I'll call them three cornerstones or th three tiers. The first is conventional methods that are available now that we can do to get in and stay in as good condition as possible while these tremendous exponential breakthrough innovations are being created. And just very briefly, you know, this is stuff you hear, you know, again and again, Justin, but, you know, nutrition like calorie reduction or recently I've taken an interest in reduction of the amino acid methionine. And then, you know, eat your veggies, fruit, you know, the right kinds of fats. And then, of course, exercise, stress reduction, meditation, reducing life's uh, risks and that sort of thing. Also, in that same area, I take metformin. I've been on it for about eight or nine years, and also a statin. Now, the next tier is the million-mile Volvo concept, and I truly hope we don't have to resort to this, but it's very exciting, which is the area of engineered replacement organs. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but I'll just say I recently knew a guy who needed a new liver. He couldn't get one. And there are some initiatives in place by Liver Prize and Organovo and uh, particularly the Methuselah Foundation that are making that happen. But moving right along, you know, ultimately it's creating therapies uh, whether you call them drugs or compounds or molecules or geroprotectors or other methods, including diagnostics or aging biomarkers and health measures and other uh, innovations that either directly intervene or support the intervention of the underlying causes of the aging process, which, of course, result in multiple diseases and health issues. Okay. So you mentioned three cornerstones there. Could you bring it down to anything more specific, any type of research that you are promoting right now? Well, yes. Currently underway with the foundation, uh, we're assisting a Bay Area scientist as part of his team with a number of details in a small human oxytocin study using an, an innovative method of upregulating oxytocin in humans. And my foundation, the Carl I. Gorhenny Medical Research Foundation, being a 501c3, and like you mentioned before, doing business as the Aging Intervention Foundation, was instrumental in acquiring some biological materials to move this project forward. And I can't say any more than that, but, you know, alongside this, say we do an intervention, something that's missing in many personal programs, whether it's a nutritional supplement or trying something they, that a person who wants to stay young and healthy and extend their, their healthy years often omits is biomarkers, aging biomarkers, or other health measures. So uh, side by side with that, we are also in humans 
because we take a very human focus rather than basic research, we're formalizing what you'll call a pilot or a beta or a small study trial format, which is, you know, a practical, small, informal, fast track and cautious and low risk MD monitored and controlled method with aging biomarkers and and the other health and biological measures that uh, we conduct among a small group of associates. Okay. Now, moving along from there, now the foundation and GRG are seeking and evaluating what I'll call a flagship initiative, something that's truly great that we can put our full weight behind. Now, it could be something along the lines of a therapy or a compound or a molecule. And, you know, I'll just rattle off a few. You know, plasma exchange is very cool. GDF-11, NAD or some of the precursors. Yeah, there's uh, some big companies are working on variations of rapamycin. We probably wouldn't do that, but it's on our radar. Uh, C60, PAP-A, laminate. Long-term, very keen on genomic engineering, and we like CRISPR and and other gene editing systems, and we really like, however, it's very long-term, nanotechnology. But we prefer something with multiple benefits and also something that's, that's just exciting, that can spark interest and imagination, you know, not only among scientists, but, but among the public and potential supporters. So, you know, this is a first-time reveal, Justin, and all you listeners out there to the world. I am keenly investigating engineered tissues for geroprotector or biological compound or drug testing as an alternative or a supplement to animal testing. Now, animal testing, specifically mouse studies, are, you know, they're notoriously unreliable once you take the results to clinical trials. But it's the best we got. Well, we need something better. So that's why my interest in this. Now, different labs are working on engineered tissues. There are several things for aging that we need to do different. One model is that we need to use old human engineered tissues, and I'm, I'm investigating how we're going to do that. And several of, of the scientists on the uh, Borheny Research Foundation's board have been consulted with this, and there's one I'm looking to, to potentially head it once I do the initial boots-on-the-ground work. But also, a lot of this is being done with one tissue, like a heart tissue to test heart protection. One tissue doesn't exist in a vacuum. So there's some, an exciting initiative being done now by Los Alamos Labs in collaboration with universities, Vanderbilt, UCSF, and a number of others. They're working on a multiple tissue model connected with a blood supply. Well, you just mentioned a lot of action from some of the members of the GRG. There has been a perception in the past that it's just a group of academics who argue arcane theoretical issues <laughs> and bitter back and forth for years without ever doing anything. Uh, has Is that perception an old perception that really no longer applies? Well, very much so, Justin. That is a thing of the past. No longer do we allow 
the rants, cheap shots, bickering, time wasting, off topic posts, any of that stuff. Under my leadership, that's one of the things that, that I changed. It's now a what we call a moderated list. All messages are approved prior to sending through to all 431 members. Some of the really top-level scientists who are active in the, creating, the creation of solutions, not just basic research, have fenced the changes. They've agreed to come back onto the list, and it's now something we can be truly proud of. And, you know, I post frequently with the latest news of what's going on, and I'm constantly reinforcing the idea that GRG reboot or GRG 2.0, whatever fancy word, you know, we're going to call it, is now about solutions to slow and ultimately reverse aging and increase healthy years of life. All right. Well, that's good to hear. And that brings me up to uh, my last question here. As you know, there are many groups around the world with similar goals as the GRG, the Aging Intervention Foundation, and longevity even. What do you think is the best way to become more effective? More collaboration, more money. That always seems to be uh, something that people could use. Uh, More outreach. What do you think? Well, it starts with a goal. And if you've studied goal setting and getting results, you probably have heard somewhere that goals should be factual and specific and the, the brain is such an interesting piece of machinery. It's always working in the background. And, you know, unless you know exactly what it is, and you can clearly define it, and they teach you whole seminars on writing this stuff down on a piece of paper and reinforcing it all and all that. Mine are written down, and I'm going to share with you mine, and that is for you and me and the people we care about and anyone who wants to come to be at my big 100th birthday party. It's just around the corner. Now, granted, this is long-term planning to some. I'm 65 now. Still a pup, just getting started. But I want you there, and, you know, we're going to have some exciting conversation and lots of laughs and and singing, dancing. It'll be a hoot. So that is, I I don't know, to my mind, I, I can't get much more factual or specific than that. I'll suggest there are different people with different talents in a way. Uh, On one hand, we want to do what we want to do. On the other hand, you know, there's a kind of a discipline where we recognize, well, to get to that goal, to really get the fruits of of our labors, sometimes we do some things we don't want to do. So I'll just suggest that you, you know, anyone interested, sharpen their focus if it's what what they decide they really want on the creation of solutions of the kind I've been talking about, therapies or other things that will slow and reverse aging and uh, increase healthy years of life. Now, yeah, you mentioned several things, collaboration, that's important. No one can do that on their own. And actually, that's one of the cornerstones of GRG, which is to unite researchers throughout, you know, internationally to exchange information and come up with solutions. But you also mentioned funding. Well, yeah, 
I, I like to think that fundraising is a subset of philanthropy and marketing and messaging and you know, high-level ethical sales are some skills that I possess, and a fundraising program is underway, and yes, we need more of that. Now, you mentioned funding. You know, that's under the category of support. There are multiple ways of supporting. You know, one can donate their time to do things. They can donate their talents. For example, if they're a marketing consultant or a, an administrative professional or an accountant, there are ways to offer those skills to organizations like Longevity and others. So that's related to funding. Now, more media outreach here. Let me give you a general principle. I never found a way to get anyone to do something they really don't want to do. And I hear it spoken frequently that, yeah, we need to get the message out there. We need to persuade these people. We need to to let them know what a serious problem aging is. And I'm going to suggest all that is, you know, could be good and important, but a lot of it's falling uh, on deaf ears because there's just a small fraction like, like you, Justin, like me, like probably anyone who's listening to this, but uh, a small fraction who gets it, who recognizes their mortality, that is of a mindset to see into the future rather than just the uh, self-fulfillment of the here and now and, and is willing to do, do something about it. So the take-home of all that is how I'm going to focus is primarily locating individuals who are predisposed to our, our mission and giving them the inf information that they need, demonstrating why what we have to offer is something truly great, why we are truly credible and honest, and why we're going to get results. Thank you very much for the in-depth answer, and I look forward to collaborating in the future. Thanks for joining us on Longevity Now. Thanks, Justin. Bye, everybody. A big thanks to Johnny Adams once again for appearing on the show. I plan on attending his 100th birthday party. Will you be there as well? Make it happen. Until next time, I'm Justin Lowe.